Hello, everyone. This is Abby Carreri, Connexon Senior Vice President of Marketing, Sales, and Account Management. Welcome to Co-ops Connect, the podcast created for electric cooperatives considering or operating rural broadband networks. Each episode, we share stories from electric cooperatives deploying fiber broadband and tackling head-on the challenges and triumphs of bringing high-speed internet to rural America. Connexon is proud to be at the forefront of the electric cooperative fiber broadband movement and excited to share these inspiring stories. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Co-ops Connect. I'm so excited today to welcome Herschel Arant. Central Georgia EMC Senior Vice President of Energy Supply and External Services. Central Georgia EMC is a leader in Georgia's electric co-op broadband movement and was actually one of the first partners of Connexon's ISP, Connexon Connect. A little over six months ago, after announcing the broadband project, we lit up our first fiber to the home customer. Welcome, Herschel, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Abby. I appreciate you having me on. So I would love to get started and, and have the audience hear a little bit about, you know, Central Georgia's background and footprint and territory and, and the members that you serve. Sure. Central Georgia EMC is aptly named. <laughs> we serve a large portion of territory right in the middle of the state. Our uh, service territory runs from suburban Atlanta on the south side of town down nearly to Macon, Georgia. And uh, east-west, we serve from Fayette County in the uh, south, western suburbs of Atlanta, all the way over to Lake Oconee. So we have a pretty large and diverse service territory that we serve. Well, if we could kind of start at the beginning of your broadband exploration journey, could you talk through the brainstorming and internally the decision-making process surrounding your decisions to move forward with the project and then the partnership model that you chose with Connexon? Sure. Abby, we went through a number of conversations related to broadband. This is a, a topic that has been discussed at Central Georgia EMC for a number of years because of the need for broadband service in our territory. Uh, we We spent probably about two years in very in-depth discussions, both internally and then partnership-style discussions with eight different broadband entities, uh, both service providers and providers of, of technology solutions, trying to figure out first where Central Georgia EMC fit in terms of being part of a solution, and then how we could bring the expertise we thought our membership deserved in order to have a solid broadband solution here in our territory. Connexon, of course, was the eighth entity we had discussions with, and we're really glad that we picked up that card that said Abby Carreri on it that one of my colleagues collected at, I think, Tech Advantage one year, where he first met you and started the in-depth discussions with Connexon to understand what you bring to the table and and how you fashion solutions for cooperatives. As far as the specific solution that we chose, it took us a little time to find our way through the different options and determine the right fit for Central Georgia EMC. One of the really nice things that we found through our deliberation was that Connexon was able to support us looking at several different ways to approach broadband deployment in our territory. We really were not sure what we wanted to do. One fundamental in our deliberation was that we were not prepared to be an internet service provider. Uh, That was a point going in even several years ago. We thought that that was not the proper role for Central Georgia EMC. And as we talk through the details today, you'll see that continues to be 
be the case. But where we landed in terms of decision making around ownership of infrastructure did evolve. And Connexon helped us understand how just as we have been an owner of linear infrastructure in the electric business for over 80 years, that building, owning, and maintaining fiber infrastructure co-located with our electric plant makes a lot of sense for an electric cooperative if you have the right partner to operate that network. And what gave you that confidence to partner with Connexon to lease the fiber and actually provide the service, the fiber service to your membership? Another thing that that we have found over time in getting to know the Connexon team is the focus on the co-op business model. The fact that Connexon has its roots in the co-op world was really very comforting to us. Connexon gets it. They get the co-op way. And as we talked through the details of how the network would be operated, service would be provisioned, and we also talked to Connexon clients who had developed their own broadband businesses and were operating broadband subsidiaries at their cooperatives, it was clear that Connexon first off knows how to design and build fiber networks. But they also clearly had the expertise to operate the network and see to it that all of the details related to provisioning service, something as simple as sending out bills, all of that work, Connexon had a clear understanding of how to get that done and um, was to a certain degree already doing that as a service for a number of cooperatives around the country. So We initially had the perspective that Connects on Connect was a startup that we had to spend a lot of time vetting and exploring and thinking about. But once we realized all of the great work that Connects on has done around the country over the past eight or 10 years, that there was a real solid foundation there as a partner to help us with our broadband deployment. Could you talk to us about the collaboration and working together with Connect and the co-op? So, yes, absolutely. The decision-making looked and felt very deliberate. We did our due diligence, as you might imagine. But once the decision was made, we had to move quickly. And when I say had to move quickly, that was a, a decision that we made at Central Georgia EMC in order to be able to provision service as quickly as possible, because the only reason we're doing this is to meet a need that our membership has that has never been met. So the need grows uh, more dire every day. So we set out on a very aggressive schedule. The network's working great, just the way we drew it up. And uh, we are continuing to have discussions now around how to further accelerate the fiber construction. Our headquarters now is uh, an amazing bevy of activity. It's it's like a beehive. I, I warned our staff that if this is a four-year project, it's probably going to look and feel like a continuous four years of storm restoration so they could have a feeling for what the level of activity was going to be. It ramps up very quickly. There uh, are a lot of moving parts, and uh, frankly, it's it's a little overwhelming. But but I have to say, having Connexon's project management team come in and walk us through every step of the process from material acquisition, contractor onboarding, facilitating enhanced warehousing, 
all of those activities have gone incredibly smoothly considering the volume of money that we are spending in capital outlay for all the material and the number, just the sheer volume of people now that are engaged in this project just for the sake of getting the fiber built and broadband service delivered. And your cooperative is investing millions of dollars into this broadband project to bring fiber to your membership and upgrade your infrastructure. Can you talk about that some on how that's also going to benefit the electric side of your business? Absolutely. So the construction of the fiber network gives us the opportunity to have high-speed communication with every point on our system. Central Georgia EMC has had a robust smart grid deployment uh, for a number of years. For example, we have a a system-wide automation scheme, an automatic service restoration scheme that we've had in place utilizing cellular communication since about 2014. We'll be able to transition all of that communication to the fiber network. So all of the problems, blips, uncertainty, and uh, mysterious things that happen on a public cell network go away because all of that communication now will transition to our fiber network that's being installed for the purpose of observing and controlling our electric system, all of our substation monitoring. We will have the ability now to stream video in ways that we really had not imagined doing to monitor assets. We will be able to move and collect and analyze data in ways that we really have not been able to do in the past because we just didn't have the communication network to allow us to move that data around. And looking down the road, this is a real forward-thinking project because we will eventually have the ability to have a high-speed data connection with every meter, every single customer location on our system as we imagine transitioning into future uh, metering systems with fiber-connected meters. And that just opens up a whole new world full of possibilities in terms of how to observe and manage the operation of the electric network. All great stuff. Is there any additional benefits to your membership that the Connexon Connect Partnership in Central Georgia partnership bring? Well, being able to operate the electric network more efficiently is a huge benefit. Efficient operation of the network helps us mitigate pressure on electric rates. So at at the end of the day, Our mission is to deliver electric service at the uh, most practical, reliable level at the the lowest cost we can. That's, That's our mission as an electric cooperative. So the fiber network certainly enhances our ability to do that. So check the block number one on the consideration is how does it help us better deliver on our, our number one mission? So that's taken care of. Now we can deliver broadband in partnership with Connects on Connect to every inch of our distribution system. The economic development possibilities with broadband access that we will have are enormous. The area of Georgia that we serve is in large part a broadband desert. It's it's not a matter of my broadband is flaky, my broadband is just not fast enough, or in the evenings, the network is bogged down and I can't get things done. There are thousands and thousands of households that just have absolutely no access whatsoever. So 
in this day and age, that is a huge impediment to the development and expansion of the communities that we serve. Taking it a step further, when we talk about not being able to do the things we need to do in our homes as far as education or online commerce or maybe even things like uh, telehealth, you know, that's one thing. But when a community cannot connect and communicate, then the possibilities for commercial and industrial development are, are just really hampered dramatically. The best laid plans will wither on the vine when communities can't connect and e-commerce cannot flourish. So uh, we expect our territory to have opportunities that have passed us by in days gone by because of the availability of the service that we can deliver over this new fiber network. Well, we definitely commend you on your efforts, Herschel, and the efforts of Central Georgia and really starting this rural broadband movement across the state. You know, having been the first Connects on Connect project and then many more followed throughout the state. And so it's really nice to see that the Georgia EMCs working with Connexon, it seems to be a great collaboration. Can you tell me a little bit about the cross-state collaboration and how that came about? Sure. So I would be remiss if I didn't mention the leadership at our cooperative, folks like our president and CEO, George Weaver, and our board of directors for having won the vision to see how a broadband network like this can affect our membership and the communities we serve in the long run. This is not a short-term decision. While the need is prevalent today, this is a long-run decision that we are investing in that'll have generational impact. So with leadership like that, making commitments like that to our communities and the clear need for broadband access all over the state of Georgia, they pick up the phone and and talk to leaders at other cooperatives and say, hey, I know you have the same problem I have at Central Georgia. We've found something that I think is going to work really well for us. I think you ought to take a look at this and see what you think about it. So here in Georgia, we have a strong history and tradition of the cooperatives working together to tackle big issues and several of us joined together who had some common threads among us uh, through different projects we've worked on in the past. Maybe we neighbor each other and we've worked on operational issues, or maybe we've worked together on power supply issues over the years. So we had some commonality that tied us together, and we used that to cobble together this uh, group of co-ops now that has uh, matured into a a really nice, a pretty high-functioning group of uh, cooperative leaders who uh, have helped to craft and guide the development of this business model along with the leadership at Connexon. And I think we've landed in a uh, place with an opportunity that's just fantastic for all of us. I know we're very excited to be a part of it. You all have an exceptionally strong statewide EMC as well. So what do you attribute to that? And and how much does that help your individual co-op when all coming together as a state? Well, the statewide does play a big role in cooperative issues uh, here in Georgia in terms of advocacy, but then also in terms of economic development. 
So we lean on them heavily. They're our experts in that regard. And we work very tightly and closely with them on opportunities to influence and enhance the communities we serve. So broadband, as I mentioned earlier, just kind of falls right into that category. It's such a community enhancing service that it was a natural fit to have the statewide entity, Georgia EMC, part of our conversations. And then they're an an overarching presence in the state that helps connect cooperatives together. They see what's going on in one region or another. And honestly, they sometimes help us recognize commonality from one co-op to the other and, and help us find each other so we can work together toward common goals. And kind of switching gears a little, you know, with so much funding on the horizon, there's the American Rescue Plan funding, there's the infrastructure build that's to come in in the coming year, trickling down to states and counties and local governments. What strategies do you have in place? And are you collaborating with additional cooperatives in the state to really go out in and tackle this funding to help serve your membership? We absolutely do have a strategy and we are working with other cooperatives. That same group that has been working on the collaboration with Connexon Connect is now working with a very focused effort that the state of Georgia will administer and distribute about $300 million here in Georgia in the first tranche of funding has been allocated for broadband. And uh, we are aggressively pursuing that funding to help us deploy the networks that we are already building and uh, will continue to build for several years. So that looks like weekly meetings, for example. We are working with the grant writing team at Connexon to craft those documents. We have actually hired a group that specializes in in grant advocacy and public grant advocacy to help us make sure that we are connecting with decision makers and are going to bring forward the strongest applications that we can. So we're approaching those efforts with the same focus and resources that we've applied to the fiber network design and deployment. Is there any additional advice? I know you just gave a ton of it in in that spiel there, but is there any additional advice that you would give to other states that are seeking this funding that that need funding to actually be able to move forward with a broadband project for their members? I think here in Georgia, the need for broadband service, it was clear. It's on, on the table as a high priority, primarily because of the experiences we've had with COVID. It, so it was not a difficult thing to convince policymakers that we should spend money that the federal government has already indicated would be well spent on broadband. That is one of the primary uses that that funding has been allocated for. So how much of that money should be allocated to broadband? That's a state decision. And then who should be granted that money? And I am maybe a little biased when I say this, but I can't imagine a better conduit for that money to be granted to the community for the purpose of broadband than local electric cooperatives. When a state or even the federal government grants money to an electric cooperative for the purpose of broadband deployment, they are literally granting the money to the community itself itself because the community is the cooperative. 
and uh, the the community owns the cooperative and controls the cooperative. And those fiber assets are going to be with us for decades to come, serving the community in the same great way that all of these electric assets have. And to think that we're going to now control our broadband destiny the way we've controlled our electric service destiny is extremely exciting. I'm trying not to get up out of my chair and walk around because <laughs> I'm so excited talking about it. But sharing that message with the decision makers who have control over these grant application scoring processes, getting them to truly understand if they don't already, what an electric cooperative means to the community they serve and how we will be good stewards of the funding and truly make sure that every dollar has a positive impact on the communities we serve, I think is a really high priority thing to share. And and I'll also tell you that most recently, accountability has come up as a big point of discussion in uh, that arena. And I can't think of any organizations who are more directly accountable to the communities they serve than electric cooperatives. So that's another box that I think we check just by virtue of being who we are. And I definitely echo that sentiment. And you will make sure that the members have the highest level of service being fiber to their home. And I guess, could you tell us a little bit about the announcement before we go and, you know, the speed test that we ran at the, at your first customer, the first customer sign up and kind of talk to the level of service that we're going to be providing throughout the state of Georgia that they haven't seen before. So that was very exciting to me, Abby. I probably get a little more excited about internet broadband speed tests than some folks do, but we thought it was important to demonstrate on the ground our ability, Central Georgia EMC working with Connects on Connect to deploy a network that delivered world-class service. I've heard Jonathan Chambers say a number of times, we're building and operating the best networks, world-class networks, second to none anywhere in the world. And we thought it was important that we demonstrate that right there where our first customer was connected. So we ran a speed test in their front yard on a big screen TV and demonstrated two gig service which considering the location and the fact that they don't have broadband service available today was absolutely fantastic. Mind-blowing. I live in Metro Chicago and I don't get two gig speeds. I don't get a gig speed. I'm lucky to get a hundred meg <laughs> upload speeds. I was extremely surprised and excited to see that as well. So... You know, we've had uh, some naysayers, Abby, around the state and to a certain degree, some of the incumbent service providers saying that, you know, these co-ops maybe have gotten in over their heads. They're not communication people. They, They really don't know what they're doing. We just were really excited to be able to roll the big screen out there and demonstrate that speed test and reassure everybody in the community that that's the same level of service they're going to see. Because unlike other parts of the country, uh, we think just like everybody gets the same electricity, everybody on this network is going to get the same broadband service too. So that's the co-op way. And symmetrical speeds as well, right? Get the same right. upload as downloads. That's right. The uh, you don't have to wait for the other shoe to drop. There's no <laughs> there's no catch. It's as good as it sounds. Yep, which makes a huge difference. 
Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. I know we're coming up on our time here, but if anyone has any questions for Herschel or myself, please email us at marketing at connectson.us and we'll get back to you. And I'm sure we'll have some more podcasts in the future with Herschel and the team as we continue to embark on this journey to build fiber throughout the state of Georgia. Thank you again, Herschel, for your time. And thank you, everyone. And we look forward to you tuning in to the next episode of Co-ops Connect. Thank you for listening. Co-ops Connect is brought to you by Connexon, the industry leader in rural fiber network design and construction management. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions and topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Please email us, marketing at connexon.us, with your suggestions or for more information on how we support electric co-ops deploying broadband.